BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day so far. So far, so good for me. I feel like I woke up on the right side of the bed. You That's know? how I felt yesterday. And I woke up a little before my alarm, so I wasn't so... Verklempt. Verklempt when I woke up. Bruno and I had a nice walk this morning. My hair... Went into a bun with ease. You know, mm. it's the small things. It really is. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that way. It's like, I know it's going to be a good day if my eyelashes, which like I sleep really hard, they just wake up and they're like in a million different directions. If when I curl them and mascara them, they're all like uniformly working together to, you know, make me look good. That's my like true sign. It's going to be a, a, a good day. Yeah. I listened to Evermore while I got ready. Me too. I'm enjoying it more and more, forevermore. Forevermore. And yeah, I just, the weather's really nice. There's a huge nor'easter coming this week. So one, prepare yourselves. And two, I feel like this is the calm before the storm. So it's like a really beautiful day bracing us for what's next. Yeah. Um, today's like a good day for me, but not a great day because I'm going to the dentist for the first time. Ben asked me last night before we went to bed, when was the last time I went to the dentist? And I actually could not remember. I, I want to say like seven years, maybe. And it's just gross. So I'm going for a checkup and a cleaning. And I think I need a night guard. You'll find out. Maybe some headgear. I think that's what you need. Invisalign. Like, I just want all the different... I need Invisalign. Tchotchkes. And I need you... She's going to my dentist. I need you to pick up my Invisalign that I ordered seven months ago. I actually can if you want me to. Um, that's crazy that you didn't go to the dentist for so long. And on the one hand, like, you should have. But on the other hand, like, you go, on the den- you go to the dentist, like, on a need basis. Right, of and course. my teeth, like, hurt every six months. And it's like, they need a deep cleaning. No. See, that's the thing. It's like, I have no problems with my teeth. Except now, I'm feeling a lot of tension in my jaw. I'm feeling like I might have TMJ. I'm also feeling like... Um, it's time. I've just been hesitant to go to the doctor because my wisdom teeth like grew in and there was enough spachemin for them and there was no problem. And I just know like dentists like want them out. And I'm just not in the mood to be like convinced into getting my wisdom teeth taken out because mark my words, I will not get them taken out. It, because if I'm going in for surgery at any time soon, it's either for liposuction or to get my tonsils taken out. I hear you. I actually really need my tonsils taken out. My dentist, she loves to take out wisdom teeth. And I'm going to your dentist and it ain't happening. You gotta be Firm Mark my words. My wisdom teeth do not bother me. They never have. I didn't even know that they grew in. There was just so much space for them. I think, I'm one of the lucky 1%. No, my wisdom teeth grew in and they hurt, but then they grew. And then I switched dentists and she convinced me that I should have them out because they'll cause like all these other issues throughout life. And I already have like very sensitive teeth. And so I was like, I don't need more issues. So I got my wisdom teeth out. That was a fun time. In a lot of ways, you know, um, what's the type of like... Um, 
religion where like you don't believe in medicine. I'm not I sure. remember re- uh, re- listening to an interview where Ellen said she grew up in a family that like I think it's called like Christian Science or something where it's like okay. you don't take Advil or something. I don't know if that's well, that's the- like in the book that I read, Educated, but that was like a very extreme. Right, and so I feel like in a lot of ways, like I'm very into modern medicine. Like I literally take Advil the second I wake up. I love Tums. You're pro medicine. I'm so pro, especially over the counter. Like that aisle is just a dream. Like I have had so many experiences like saved by Pepto-Bismol, but sometimes I'm like really wary of modern medicine. Like I feel like there's so many superfluous surgeries these days, like just for money, like even getting your tonsils taken out. The fact that it's like now routine for like teenagers, like I just don't think that's necessary, you know? Yeah. I hear you. I think it's good to question stuff. (laughs) But we were talking yesterday because we're like so excited about the vaccine. And I guess like, and part of me has just been like thinking like for so long, it's like, what are the anti-vaxxers going to do? Because I'm like, they have to get it. But you were like, no, no, like that's this is literally their time to shine. Like, yes. they're not going to get it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just so crazy. And there's all these people being like, you're going to get a second head if you and like, because I put up a video on my Instagram story and people are like, yeah, she's feeling fine now. But wait until she has a snake growing out of her neck. Like, people are being so crazy. And I'm and we read the funniest comment Someone on our YouTube. Someone commented on our YouTube yesterday. You guys are going to get the vaccine. Like, yikes. And people were commenting back like, have you ever had a piece of American cheese? No, like, have you ever done drugs that you bought from someone's trunk? trunk? Have you ever had a McDonald's chicken nugget? No, and now that I think about it, like of all the shit I put in my body, like me to be worried about the vaccine would be the true, like the pinnacle of hypocrisy. Like <laughs> I literally drink like fountain soda morning, noon, and night. Like I have done all different types of drugs. Like I, like who the fuck do I think I am to say no to Pfizer? A hundred percent. Sorry, controversial statement coming out, but yes, I'm, the second I can, I saw your video. You post. Oh, Margot posted another video. Oh, is them dancing? Healthcare workers dancing. It's just, it's a bright time, and I will not let the anti-vaxxers get me down. I'm pretty sure yesterday is being called V Day. Oh, that's cute for Vaccine Day. But I have, I know I this think. is like, I know I'm, I'm sure. overthinking it, but I have like more concerns. Like, what are the anti-vaxxers gonna, like gonna do? Not get it. Right. I haven't heard from any like anti-vaxxers, but I think there will be people who opt out. No, I know, but, like, the anti-vaccine community. Oh, are they going to, like, get together? It just, you know, this is going to be a controversial statement, but, like, part of me understands where they're coming from in their anti-vaxxing sentiment when it comes to, like, their babies. You know, there are certain cases, like, I can see how someone could, like, be wary of vaccines for their newborn baby. Like, I actually could see that. Even when Michaela was getting all these vaccines, I'm like, oh, my God, but she's such a baby, like, all these things. But now it's like, no, we're in a pandemic. Like, in order for the world to be saved, like, everyone needs to get the, the vaccine. But, like, they're not going to do it. And that just freaks me out. No, but at a certain point, like, it's about personal agency. Like, if you get the vaccine, you're covering yourself and you're covering the people around you. So if someone else doesn't get it, like, that's on them. It's right, And choice. I guess anti-vaxxers, like, really only hang out with anti-vaxxers. You never know. That's true. You never know who around you could be an anti-vaxxer. Who but, I, but that's what's so great about the vaccine. Like, if you want it, get it, and you're good to go. I want it. I, I got, got it. it. I, I want it. it. I, I got like it. it. Um, so the Bachelorette was on last night. Yes. And we are going to talk about it, but I just feel like two weeks in a row now, this week and next week, we have two two two-hour episodes. That is 16 hours in two weeks, which is so absurd and so disrespectful. It's not right. It's It's downright And this year has been hard enough, and you're going to finish it out with 16 hours? And you know what? I would be... That's not correct math. Eight. Two and two and two and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. Okay. Still a lot. Yeah. Felt now, like, now, feels like 16. No, but see, the thing is, like, now it doesn't feel like a lot because it's not 16. But all I'm saying is, like, I would be willing to put up with that. Like, I would be annoyed. But if it was, like, really juicy, like, last night's episode was such 
unbelievable trash. Like I could not believe that I was allotting brain cells to it. I was literally doing a million other things. Well, I don't even know what happened. The mental all was such, and I hate to keep using this reference because I feel like it might be losing its value, but it was the true definition of loser on loser crime. No, no, no. That is still as pungent as hell. Okay. Because I'm worried because some, sometimes we come up with words and we like bury them and we just murder them because we use them so much, but it was truly so many losers just committing crimes to other losers. And it was really hard for me to stomach. (laughs) And it's hard to care when it's a loser on loser crime. That's exactly what it is. I could not care. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. I thought like I can make some interesting and uh, observations, uh, but for the most part, yeah, it's just it's getting tough. I actually don't know if I'm capable of making one interesting observation from last night's episode, seeing as how not one interesting thing happened. Yeah, except the date with Blake Moylan I texted you. Yeah. When he was like talking in his interview beforehand, like just trying like, so trying hard, so so hard. I was like. This ain't it. And I'm glad that Tasha didn't even wait till the dinner portion. Me too. Sent him home while the sun was still up. To be honest, like, after coming off of Sunday night watching The Real Housewives of Potomac, which I've now just, I watched it on Sunday, but I've been, like, recapping and reading so much, like, commentary on it, which is being widely regarded as the best read in Housewives reunion history since season six of Atlanta, where Portia said that incredibly disgusting thing to Kenya about a guy jizzing in a cup so he can get a medium pizza and a Coke. <laughs> like, they're saying that that, that Monique's... Um, yes. Yes, they uh, are correct. Performance is just as, maybe if not better, Phaedra season six. So I've just been like living in this Potomac bubble and just have to go and watch this this reunion mm-hmm. on Mentel All, which was so, everyone was missing. There was no audience and it was just losers being losers. Yeah, I totally agree. Loser. So we'll dedicate as little time to it as possible. We actually have some really great stories today that I look forward to diving into. Fabulous. And aside from that, it's just, oh, yesterday we did a Patreon episode, Best of 2020. Claudia and I each sat down, did a little research on our data analytics from the year, the best shows, movies, music, albums, toast episodes, celebrities of 2020, all of our favorites. And we also like went down memory lane and started talking about all the shows that we watched this year that we have completely forgotten about. It was really emblematic of how long this year has been because I'm about to blow everyone's mind and let you know. Let me remind you, do you know what show came out in 2020? Not only it came out, we watched, it went viral and like all the people became famous. It, that whole thing. And canceled. <laughs> and canceled. Tell Cheer. Them. Cheer on Netflix. Remember? That was this fucking year, okay? Crazy. Crazy. That's so crazy. So we're just taking a trip down memory lane of 2020 at patreon.com slash morningtoast. And we have three more episodes that'll get you through while we are off starting on Monday of next week. And then we'll be back the first Monday of the new year. So we're going to miss you, but we're going to be having a G-A-T, a good ass time. Miss you. Want to kiss you. Yeah. We'll always be creating content though, because that's who we are. What we do. So without without yeah. I guess I don't know it's hard to know because THO isn't here no he's getting a haircut he's just you know moving and grooving he's so booked and busy ever since that Pete Davidson photo went viral like he's everybody's calling GMA, him GMA the view today show it's exhausting he actually got his own publicist you know I, I guess like the work that I was doing as a momager was inadequate yeah and the and, work that I was doing as a brand manager and he hired external people you know what he deserves the best and and he'll see like he'll come crawling of back of course nobody looks after you like your own mother <laughs> 100% <laughs> so without further ado I guess it could maybe probably be time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast oh shit yes guys here get the door Ooh, oh he has, have a, a, he has a delivery it's a big box of RDH. I got you guys. 
because I would be RDH <laughs> remiss, devastated, and heartbroken if I didn't let you know that today's episode, very appropriately, since I'm going to the dentist, is brought to you by Bruce. And I know Dr. Rebecca is going to be like, oh my God, Claudia, your teeth look amazing. What have you been doing? And I will say, Dr. Rebecca, I've been brushing. No two smiles are the same, but every healthy smile is truly perfect. And that's why you gotta brush. What is brush? It is the only electric toothbrush that you need. It is the best on the market and the most reasonably priced and the most beautiful because I love keeping it on my counter. It has this like magnetic base. It's super sleek. I have it in pink, but it comes in other colors. And it's really just like the gift that keeps on giving to your breath, to your oral health, to your tongue is fabulous. Bruce cleans your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. Manual toothbrushes tap out at just 300. Many electric toothbrushes are barely a step up for manual, and some of them can do a good job, but they cost over $200. Bruce is delivering premier sonic wave technology without the markups that big electric toothbrushes tack on. The Bruce Electric Toothbrush Kit, which is what we got, includes three extra brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. And the brush includes six cleaning modes, the daily, white, gentle, gum, max, and tongue modes. And it has a smart timer with a quad pacer, and it has a four-week battery life. So I always leave mine on the charger, but I guess I don't need to. No, and now when you go away, you can take it without the charger, and you're good for four weeks. Oh, I didn't think about that. Um, They also have a refill subscription where you can get three replacement brush shipped every six months for just $18. And they give back because with every Bruce refill shipped, Bruce donates oral care supplies through A Reason to Smile. So if you want to get 15% off your Bruce order plus express free shipping December 16th through December 20th, perfect for the holiday season, you got to use the promo code toast at bruce.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com. They are guaranteeing arrival before Christmas so you can try it 90 days risk-free and get a two-year warranty at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Promo code toast love it i mean look at my smile her smile bruce sells itself yeah no it really does and i really do think that she's gonna be so impressed with your teeth and that's why you haven't had needed to go to the dentist it's true um okay first story some big news of the day little mixes (sighs) jesse officially is leaving the group this news broke yesterday while we were live like knowing that it would just devastate us and that we needed the time to process it before we could deliver the news to you but jesse nelson has officially left little mix after nine amazing years together the group put out a statement saying after nine amazing years together jesse has made the decision to leave little mix this is an incredibly sad time for all of us but we are fully supportive of jesse we love her very much and agree that it is so important that she does what is right for her mental health and well-being we are still very much enjoying our little mix journey and the three of us are not ready for it to be over so this statement gave me everything yes. that I needed. like i'm so happy for for Jesse that she's putting herself first and taking herself out of a situation that's not what's best for her but I'm also so happy that the other three girls sound like they're committed to staying in the band and giving us the little mix that we know and love yeah so a lot of people are comparing this statement to the statements of former bands past Fifth Harmony One Direction um and are I, they similar no but it is like feels like history might be repeating itself and it's for some people they've think it could be like the start of the end but I agree the statement was very hopeful and I actually feel like the band could go on and it's not about Jesse but now it's about the other girls like mental health because I feel like this is most similar to One Direction where it was like Zayn wanted out and they were happy to let him go yeah and the band existed without him but then it was like the boys were just like over the the 
the machine. It yeah. wasn't even about them. And I feel like Little Mix actually has like a really healthy, I mean, I don't know them, but I feel no, like they have like a, a little, healthy balance. As a Little Mix stan, like I feel really good about the girls in the band. I feel like they like being in the band. I feel like they're friends. I feel like they don't feel like one of them should be the star and do a solo. Like that was very clear from the beginning in Fifth Harmony. Like, yeah, every, the, I don't feel those, those, f- familiar tensions that you yeah. get with the band. So I think with the three of them, I'm just taking that sentence, that last sentence and like riding that and being like, if if they truly like continue to be Little Mix three members for a number of years, like that works for me. And yeah. I hope that Jesse finds what she's looking for. A hundred percent. The only thing is that like, I think what made Little Mix so unique to other girl bands is like their extreme talent vocally and how they were always doing like four part harmonies and you need a fourth for a fourth part harmony. As a, as a fan, I can deal with a three-part harmony. That's good enough for me. It's not as dynamic, but yes. And also, they do have that show, that like little mix show, and maybe like they'll cast a fourth member. Oh, that would be crazy. That would be really interesting, and I would watch a show like that. And I and I'm open to all possibilities as long as little mix stays together. I just want to say, like, I want little, like, I will move and groove with the changes of little mix. It's just like so sad how like bands, like girl groups and boy bands, have just like this history and stigma of like almost always breaking up like why and what's a band that you think boys to men has really lasted the test of well, time no, I think bands that first of all all these bands that you're mentioning came together on a talent show they're not childhood friends in sync Backstreet Boys okay actually well, Backstreet Boys sorry, are still together we're talking about One Direction and Fifth Harmony they came together on talent shows so they're the machines putting them together yes and then I think with bands like NSYNC, you get that like one person is the bigger star than the others, Justin Timberlake. But also I think when they, these bands are started when these people are teenagers, yeah, you know, the machine up. sort of takes advantage of them and then they resent the band. You know, but I, I think feel like there are so many bands that are like adult bands, you know, Aerosmith, like mm-hmm. when you're adults being able to make the shots for yourself, I think that it's easier to stay in the band and have that agency. But I think when you're a child, it's easy to feel taken advantage of because you are being taken advantage of and you blame the band and you just want out from the toxic situation. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, you know, it's a good example. I feel like a healthy band is Maroon 5. A hundred percent. Because they're adults. Yeah, they're adults. That's actually a really good point. Um, also, I feel like one of the books that we read for the Redheads this year, The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes, is about the dissolution of a girl band. So I feel like having read that, it gives me like a totally different perspective and maybe I would have reacted to this news differently if I hadn't read that book but like one of the members left as she needed to and like I just wanted the world to be kind to her so I just want the world to be kind to Jesse. and I think they are I think the Little Mix fans are like really nice people I do um I just have to say like not in any way to make this about me but I did call this several years ago yeah no and I mean it it always comes back to you as it should and it also always comes back to the redheads as it should and it always comes back to the toast or whatever it is I think I actually said it for the first time on the morning breath like I've just been I've I had the, you know, esteemed privilege of seeing them perform in a very intimate concert when I was an intern like eight years ago. And I felt a dynamic was off with the girls and Jesse. And I said, if they ever break up or if any of them were ever to leave, it would be Jesse. And here we are. I hate to be right. I do. But here we happens are. all the time. Just another thing 2020 has taken from us. So but true. Also, but it's a positive for Jesse. So that's how I'm going to look at it. And it's a positive because I still have little mix. So why am I complaining? Yeah. No, I think we're fine. I think we're going to be fine. Every also, little thing. Speaking of breath throwbacks, Zach was watching football last night and the announcer said the name Bradley Bozeman. Do you know My who God, that is? Of course. And he I was like. proposed to his girlfriend when he won the college football thing. Uh-huh. And then they came on our show. They came on our show. Like, he made via, it to the NFL. Yeah. He's in. He was on TV. 
TV last night. They they came on our show like via um, Skype, Skype and it was like a horrible connection. So I don't even know what they said, but we were so excited to have them on Their it. Their video just, went viral when they got engaged. It was so pure. It just took me back to a different time. Wow. Oh my God. Bradley Bozeman. I'm so glad he made it to the and NFL. And and Nikki are still going strong. Thank God. Did they get married? Yes. Oh my god! Because when I googled him, it was like Bradley and wife Nikki. Oh my god, so cute, so cute. I just thought that was like a fun memory. Also, I happened to have been watching football as well last night because there was like some big game. It was the Baker Mayfields against the Lamar Jacksons, and oh, that was football. What? Oh, the way you were talking about it, I thought it was a fight. You mean like a? Yeah, yeah, just one, one on one. No, no, no. It was football, um, and. Ben was explaining to me how, like, Lamar Jackson is, like, the most amazing quarterback and yada, yada, yada. But he was, like, missing because he was cramping. And he, like, I saw him. They cut to the footage of him, like, running out of the field to the locker room. And I'm like, I'm sorry to this man, but he has to make a duty. Like, that is obviously what's going on. And then I was reading things on the internet. And, like, everyone thinks he was, like, making a duty. Because he was running with, like, his ass cheeks, like, clenched. And you know that run. We all know. It's like a waddle, almost. And you know what? It made me really think, like, about the stories we don't know about, about like professional athletes, performers. It's like you perform so many shows, you play so many games, like human nature, like you are bound to, your your game or your performance is bound to coincide with a bowel movement, right? 100%. And I think we should normalize taking breaks for a bowel movement. 100%. I was just thinking like, I mean, I, I only went on one tour and I did have diarrhea in Houston, like I'm not going to lie. So it's like by probability, like the math, it's like Katy Perry has to have diarrhea. Yeah. Sean Mendez. Yeah, and you also, like, some people might get nervous before they go on stage. The right. stomach drops. Yeah, if you ever want to, um, like, stop being attracted to someone, just imagine them having diarrhea. Because I just <laughs> had, like, the mental image of Sean Mendez, like, sweaty on a toilet. Like, <laughs> like not feeling good. And, like, his stomach really, really hurts. And, like, he's starting to sweat. And then he has, like, explosive and I diarrhea. I like he would be a baby about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, 100%. And, like, I know what I'm like when I'm in a lot of pain on, on, on the toilet. Like, literally, I'm a nightmare. And I'm acting so weird. And I start sweating. Um, and so if you're ever wanting to stop, if you're crushing on someone, like, someone who's toxic for you, just picture, like, your toxic having crazy diarrhea that'll do the trick in two seconds yeah no it definitely does or you know what you can also picture them waiting in a line <laughs> do you know what i mean like doing with, with a heavy doing, backpack doing yeah doing like awkward human things like <laughs> waiting in line and then like eating while standing up you know like certain things yeah you can picture them doing that'll make you really like unattractive make them unattractive to you i i completely agree i think that's some of the best advice you've ever given that's what i do here on the holiday season on the holiday season? I'm giving the gift oh, of advice. got it. Okay. Um, next story, some Lizzo news. Lizzo is defending going on a 10-day juice cleanse. Lizzo responded to backlash after revealing she went on a 10-day juice cleanse. She shared her daily results after drinking green juice every day in a video posted to TikTok on Monday. She said, so I drank a lot and ate a lot of food and fucked up my stomach in Mexico, so I decided to do J.J. Smith's 10-day smoothie cleanse. While she struggled at times, Lizzo said she was never super hungry and decided to complete the cleanse because she was just wanting to stress eat and do things that were kind of self-harming. Mm-hmm. Showing off for results on the day of the final detox she said I'm going to give you a full twirl I feel amazing and I think it's great to do a reset to your stomach especially when you deal with gastrointestinal issues like I do but I think I look fucking great too so period but several TikTok users were slamming the singer people on TikTok are so unhappy about absolutely everything yeah calling the body image advocate out for promoting a dangerous diet they said quote not Lizzo doing toxic diet culture one person wrote oh, with another adding this is 
not the kind of stuff you should be promoting. Then Lizzo put out a statement um, defending her personal choice. She said, as you know, I would normally be so afraid and ashamed to post things like this online because I feel like as a big girl, people just expect if you're doing something for health, you're doing it for a dramatic weight loss. And that's right. not the case. She said, in, in reality, November stressed me the fuck out. I drank a lot. I ate a lot of spicy things and that fucked up my stomach. And I wanted to reverse it to get back to where I was. She said, my sleep has improved my hydration, my inner peace, my <gasps> mental stability. Oh my God, my I had to go on a cleanse. <laughs> my fucking body, my fucking skin, the whites of my eyes, like I feel and look like a bad bitch. And that's it. I'm a big girl who did a smoothie detox. <laughs> and I wanted to share that with you guys. Oh man, I, I got her. exactly what I wanted out of it. And every big girl should do whatever the fuck they want with their body. Okay. Every person, not even just big girls, but I agree. It's like Lizzo just can't win because on her videos where she's just like being herself, the comments are fucking atrocious. Like lose weight, like so disgusting. Okay, so now she's doing a cleanse and you're unhappy. Like I can't, nobody can win. Just do whatever you want. And you know what? It's like, okay, whether or not you believe in diet culture, why don't we just all believe in the culture of letting everyone do what the fuck they want? I completely agree. I loved her statement defending it. I I love that she didn't apologize. Like I actually want to try this juice cleanse now. I don't. Because that's exactly what I need. No, I feel like. But you know what? Ben came in the other day. And he was like, he really has been on like a bender, like of just like eating everything no, inside. And he, we got home from his parents and we had had like a Hanukkah feast. And he was like, honestly, like, I just do not feel good. I have not been feeling good. Like, I really need to cut down. He's like, should I do a cleanse? I'm like, well, sure. And he literally, <laughs> of course, didn't know how to do a cleanse, went into the um, bar cart where we have this like lemon juice and put it in a water bottle and like drank the whole thing. Um, which has nothing to do with Lizzo, but I just thought it was a funny anecdote. But at the same time, it's like, fuck off. Yeah, no, it's like, fuck off. It's what fu- it is. No, and it's fuck the fuck off. No, and I feel like normalized people doing whatever the fuck they want, first of all. But I just feel like we just need to have acceptance for all, like, all ways of, of eating. Of whether that is dieting, too. You know, by the way, whether you're pro-diet culture, anti-diet culture, whether you think diet is now, like, a bad word. And by the way... I think I am the pinnacle of anti-diet culture. Like, I just don't believe in any of that stuff. But I will literally never, ever, 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 ever shame or talk about someone else wanting to go on a diet. That is called a free country. You can do whatever you want. Like, I'm just... I, I don't even want to say I'm like anti-diet culture because then that means I'm again. I take a stand. No, it's just like my personal choice is I don't go on diets. You go on diets. Should I kill you? No. No. It's just like this whole culture of like people doing things that you don't necessarily agree with. Like let's ruin their lives. No, like, but necessarily agree with for themselves. They're doing right. it only on their own. They're not hurting anybody yep. else. Like they're not shoving for juice you down to other shove people's your throat. Personal opinions on other people. Like take a seat so I don't believe in that so I just that that's actually my whole philosophy on life in general like and even when it comes to like politics like I just can't understand why other people care what other people do I completely agree you don't think being gay is cool don't be gay (laughs) like that's just my philosophy and if we could all this is my this is my this is my moment if we could all just get out of each other's vaginas and like stop like looking at your neighbor like just fuck off you do you let everyone else do them and there will be wall peace i swear to god this is like this is the philosophy that's going to change the world and it's called minding your own goddamn business agreed and by the way this smoothie detox sounds great i'm gonna do it thanks Lizzo, for the tip no because that's literally how i feel and i've actually never done a cleanse before because i feel like i don't trust any of them i don't know about any of them necessarily but like Lizzo endorsing one like makes me feel like oh maybe like I should do that. I've never done a cleanse. And you know what? I've never even wanted to do a cleanse. And that's something I'm really proud of. No, I, I, like, I need a cleanse. I keep going like this on my, in my spare time because I just feel like so bloated in my chin. 
Okay, well, you, you know? look fine. So that's why I need a cleanse. Sure. That's why I wore my hair up to pull it all back. Yeah. Next story, a little church drama. Hmm? Selena Gomez quits Hillsong <gasps> amid Carl Lentz's cheating scandal. Now, this is like kind of confusing, so listen. Okay. No, not com- it's pretty straightforward, but the implications, I'm curious. The pop star has moved on from the celebrity-favored megachurch in, ch- in the wake of a ch- recent cheating scandal involving embattled pastor Carl Lentz, the Daily Mail reported on Monday. Quote, Selena considers herself a Christian, the Daily Mail reported, citing sources from Australia's Daily Telegraph. She says she has a close relationship with God and she believes this is not how God wants us to operate. She's disillusioned. Gomez um, was the former friend of... Hillsong. Of Carl Lentz and at one point adored Carl but doesn't want anything to do with Hillsong anymore. But this like makes me curious if she's leaving like in defense of Carl or because you know what I mean? Because it's like he's out. Read the statement one more time. It's a really confusing story based on like a source from Australia's Daily Telegraph but that she says she has a close relationship with God and she believes this is not how God wants us to operate. She's disillusioned. I don't Oh, you know what? That's a really good point. Like, we don't want to operate, what, excommunicating someone who made a mistake? Is that what she's saying? No, or, like, the, that mistake that Hillsong, like, allowed these things to happen. I don't know. Oh, the insider said at one stage she adored Carl. Yeah. She, his daughter, Aunt Laura and Justin were a team really close. She used to hang out with the founder's daughter-in-law, Esther. Now she doesn't want anything to do with Hillsong anymore. But so is it like... But so Carl is not Hillsong. Right. So oh, it's that's curious. Not, I didn't even know that she was still a member. I thought... Is Justin still a member? Um, I'm not. I think so. Yeah. So I feel like um, they really both couldn't still be members. It says that Haley has unfollowed Carl on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. It's just interesting. No, I mean church drama will never not be interesting to me. Both as a celebrity, you know, and pop culture enthusiast, and a Jew. You know what I think we need to watch? Righteous Gemstones. I've heard that it's like filthy rich, but like good. Is it scripted? Yeah. Oh, what's it called? Righteous Gemstones. What channel? I think HBO. Okay. Uh, I'm down. I'm always looking for new content. Yeah, I think it's literal church drama. Church drama. This is just so interesting. But there's just so much ambiguity. And I would really like a full, you know, diagram, a Venn diagram. Who is in what church? Who did what? It's a little confusing. Because now all these pastors are starting to, like, look the same. They all dress like Justin Bieber now. Like rock stars. Yeah. And it's just confusing. Yeah. So, very interesting. Church drama. Next story, some romance sparking news that's been debunked, but just like, just a crazy turn of events. Kristen Cavallari was spotted out with Austin and Craig from Southern Charm, sparking rumors that her and Austin were a thing. Which before it it was debunked, I fully thought was like the cutest couple of all time. No, I was like here for it. But she also has been like with this guy, Jeff Dye. They went to Cabo together. and This comedian. Yeah. So she went to dinner in Nashville with Justin Anderson, Craig, and Austin. Okay. And then they were like on Instagram live dancing. Things looked flirty between Austin and Kristen. People were speculating that they were like an item. And then Kristen just um, posted to her Instagram story alongside a video of her rolling her eyes. And she said, I didn't realize I was allowed to have friends that are guys. So she's just saying that her and Austin are just friends. But um, I'm sorry, this response is like kind of lame. Yeah. It's like, but, sorry, like we're just matching you with such eligible bachelors. Oh, I wish that was my biggest problem. No, I feel like. That would have been a, a an interesting coupling that like I wouldn't expect for her. By the way, hundred percent, and I would have fully supported. Even though I'm like taking Madison's side, so I don't want like Austin to be like winning in the post 
relationship era. And Madison said the funniest thing. She said, because um, someone like commented asking like her thoughts. She said, yeah, trust me. If he was with her, he wouldn't be sending me songs at midnight. Bless. And then she told Entertainment Tonight. Oh! She told Entertainment Tonight, I think he's trying to get under my skin, which is fine. And like, honestly, if he can pull her, go for it. Knock yeah. yourself out. I'd be shocked. Oh my God. <laughs> LOL. I like, I'm so torn on like the Austin and Madison front. Like as much as I know, I'm team I'm Pringle. supporting them both. I'm team Pringle. You're team Pringle. Wow. Yeah. I'm supporting them both. No, me too, 100%. I'm, I mean, I'm so conflicted on whether or not I think they should be together or are they OTP. But at some point, it does get a little tired, you know? It's like, get yeah. over it. Yeah. And like, at some point, maybe they need years apart. Austin needs to like grow, grow up. up, grow his brand, and be the man that Madison needs. Yeah, and a man that Patricia approves of for Madison. Yeah, but I hate to like look at the world through Patricia's eyes. Me too, but I actually think of all the things and all the opinions and all the fights Patricia has started, I think the only thing I actually really agree with her on and from the beginning was that like Austin was not like good enough for Madison. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Okay, our fifth and final story is probably my favorite story of the day. Um, if you haven't seen this video, please go treat yourself. Just oh. Google Smokey Robinson. <laughs> um, but yeah, Smokey Robinson doesn't know what Hanukkah is. Mm -hmm. Sort of. I think that's a little misleading. So Smokey Robinson was asked to do a cameo for this guy for, I guess, his parents. He got his mom a video. She loves Smokey Robinson. She, and no, she grew up on the same street as him. Oh, yeah. And he wanted Smokey Robinson to wish her a happy Hanukkah. He spelled Hanukkah C-H-A-N-U-K-A-H. And at the end of it, like, it's a long video. And then Smokey Robinson goes, oh, and happy Chinooka. I don't know what Chinooka is, but happy Chinooka. But your son wanted me to wish it for you. So whatever that is, enjoy Chinooka. Yeah, it's the funniest thing. It's really precious. It's so precious. It's just like a hilarious, precious video. And on the one hand, it's like he doesn't know what Hanukkah is. But on the other hand, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he's never seen it spelled with a C-H. I mean, there are two spellings, but at the end of the day, like they literally look exactly the same. And when I first saw it, I'm like, oh my God, this video is precious. And then part of me was like, okay, wait, like also like how do you like exist in America and like not know what Hanukkah is? I yeah. So I, I want to believe like maybe it was just the spelling, but if it's true that like how I don't know, Spooky Robinson must be like seventy five years old, maybe older. If you've lived this long and you don't know what Hanukkah is, like right, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think it's slightly, just the spelling, and even it's but, impossible. But it's like I can't judge this because that is something that I would do, like Dachshun. That's true. Dijon. That's like true. just seeing a word. Knowing, like, thinking for sure I know how it's pronounced. And then, like, my whole world being rocked. That's true. And I, it's like, I knew what a dachshund was, but I never knew that dachshund was right, dachshund. And that's the same thing. He might know what Hanukkah is, but doesn't know that Chinookah is Hanukkah. Has Smokey spoken? Like I, His statement was not included in this article at I time would, of publication. The video went so viral. Like, he has to respond. Yeah. It's Honestly, so his funny. cameo booking numbers are probably so up now. Yeah, I mean, speaking of cameo. And I'm jealous because I joined, by the way, literally our conversation yesterday about Kevin Baumgartner from The Office making a million dollars in cameo bookings this year inspired me to join cameo for the holiday season. I just wanted to, I get so many DMs of like people's boyfriends being like, oh, like, can I, can you give me a video? You're not on cameo. So I just thought I would do it. I've never done it before. You used to do it. I used to do it. I think you're going to be great at it. You think? Yeah. I think that you have all the makings of a cameo star. I just, um, like, oh, I got, I got some bookings. Oh my God. Yay. I just uploaded, um, like my little video. I'm very excited about it. So, so if you guys are looking for a cameo from Claude, you can get one on cameo or tell your significant other. That that would be a great gift. Thanks, Jax, for the promo. You're welcome. I um, think you're going to be great. Me too, and I just want to make a million dollars like Kevin Baumgartner. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I'm just going to give it my all. Dream I was big. thinking about making Theo a cameo. 
Yes. And I just wasn't sure, like, the logistics of, like, how I would, like, really make him talk, you know? Yeah. Well, you could use one of those, like, animating apps. apps but I do think you have to film the cameo videos, like, in app. In app. So I was just, like, thinking of, you know, how I could exploit Theo for money. Because, you know, he's costing me an arm and a leg. Well, you guys could be, like, Claudia and Theo on cameo. And yeah, then he's def- in your cameo. It's definitely going to be a Dr. and Mrs. thing. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um, so let's dive into our TV recap, right? Yes, let's. Which is brought to you by Lovebook Online. Lovebook is a personalized gift that helps people express feelings that might be difficult to say out loud. Most customers use a lovebook to revisit their fondest memories or to list the reasons why they love someone. Lovebooks are completely customizable and people can use them however they like. Users create characters that look just like themselves and the recipient with all the features that make them unique. You can even choose your favorite hairstyles and outfits. Customers have the option to personalize each page as much as they'd like. They also, Lovebook also offers an express option where you can create a complete book in just a few minutes. Lovebooks are the perfect gift for any occasion, but especially for anniversaries, birthdays, and Christmases. This is such a cute idea. I feel like um, of all the the things you can get someone like certain people just require you know, they demand more of you in terms of sentimentality and I think a love book is such a creative way to tell someone that you love them they come out so cute and the characters like with all the little hairstyles and the outfits like end up looking just like you and it's really really thoughtful and it's a perfect gift for someone in your life who like a material item just like won't cut like it's it needs to be bigger and better whether it's like grandma husband wife mom um, so if you want to visit lovebookonline.com slash toast, you can receive a special 20% discount just for our listeners. But you have to use lovebookonline.com slash toast to get that 20% discount. Make sure you get your orders in because this is a perfect thing to get for someone for the holidays. Yes. Very perfect. Maybe I'll get one for you. Okay. That'd be sweet. Little Jacks and uh, Little Jackson Claudia. Oh. And their magic cigarettes. And their magic microphones. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Um, okay, TV recap. Like, you talk because I literally do not have one thing to say. It was such a letdown of an episode. The first hour was the um, the real episode, and then the second hour was the Men disgrace. Yeah. I, I, like, okay, just you say what you think. Okay, the I'll real episode. So Blake went home I'm after, like, he ever. tried to pull out all the stops for his date, but he also just thought like him being himself was just like enough to win The Bachelor. And maybe like a few years ago, that, that would have been, been the case. But like with Tasha, you have to be firing out of every cylinder. He just like, when, when he got ready for the date and he was being like interviewed during the date, he just like wanted it too bad. A hundred percent. And he was like trying to like, it like squeeze his shoe, like his foot into In the, the glass shoe. slipper. And, and it wasn't his slipper. Yeah. And it was like, he wanted it so bad, not because he wanted Tasha so bad. Yeah. He wanted it so bad because he just wanted to make it to the next round. And I don't know how he like didn't die of awkwardness when they were doing that tantric sex thing and like yeah. literally looking so close into each other and Tasha was just like I could feel the cringiness coming from Tasha. Yeah I just feel like a rule of thumb if you're on The Bachelor and you get assigned the tantric sex date like the lead doesn't like you. Yeah so true because they want to make it awkward they don't want to make it like yeah it's not like where you're actually going to fall in love and like that's going to it's, it's supposed to be like a funny awkward thing. Yeah and it's just like for us here at the Morning Toast like Blake really had a, a huge fall from grace huge we loved him yeah no I just I thought he was so cute and then no and then he was like so excited to like bring her home and it's like you actually don't Don't know know her her. you do not know this girl you know and so it's like you would be having like your parents win her over for you like stranger over put in some work 100% and honestly I think part of the reason why Blake had such a fall from grace moment is because he really started to look like Ed you know what? I Short kind of and like wide. Ed. I, during the mental all, I thought Ed was kind of funny. And I think that scene of him and Chris Harrison like drinking wine that is like funny. hysterical. I'm kind of here for Ed. I feel like he would be a really great addition to Paradise because he's kind of like older and, and takes himself seriously. But it's just a different vibe from the other guys who are like young thirst monsters. That's true. That's true. You know? Um. So after Blake got sent home, 
she just like ran she was like being a little dramatic with all the crying yeah ran to send riley home which i didn't really understand like why she waited to send certain people home at the rose ceremony but riley got special treatment like why didn't she just go through them all that night i don't know it was weird but she was happy i, I like that she switched it up didn't see it coming riley went home then we had a rose ceremony and noah and bennett went home i really liked noah and i know that he was like he was giving me like two, two different vibes sometimes i thought he was a douche and then sometimes i thought he was like a loser like i couldn't tell which one he was i couldn't tell which one he was and when bennett like really just kind of eviscerated him at the men tell all he like right. had they were going back and forth i thought noah was like standing his ground but then when bennett when he was like you said i was division in three of the categories and bennett was like actually i was being four. nice it was actually four and everyone started laughing at him like i actually felt a little sad for him um and i agree he kind of reminds me of like dean i feel like just like a cool younger guy i feel like if he goes yes on oh that's Paradise, a great call that's who he'll be but i just feel like he found himself in this mess and I actually think that him and Bennett are both, like, fine people. Yeah. And I, I thought Bennett performed really well at Mentel All and came off kind of genuine. Like, when he apologized to Noah, I, I could accept that at face value. And the fact that Noah couldn't just be like, thanks, man, I just was like, okay, that's a little immature. I just, like, I just can't get myself to care about these people. Like, it's so no, crazy. I know. And, like, it, the fight was just so manufactured and so fucking stupid. And where the fuck was Chasen? Right. They, like... <laughs> they talked about it. was him. it? Um, who was talking about him? just like totally Ed. eviscerated him. Yeah, like was like fake, phony, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I actually agree with you, but Chasen's not there to defend himself, so it's actually not right not to fair. even talk about him. It's not that fair. was weird. So don't bring him up if you can't invite him to Mentel All, period. Nobody like even remembered Chasen. We didn't need to talk about it. No, we didn't need to talk about any of them. Like there were some guys sitting there, like the guy who was a boy band manager. Who, so, who somebody called like the One Direction skinny jean wearing guy. And that was so funny. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. why are you here? But Chasen's not. And I know why Easy wasn't invited because there's an investigation into him. Someone made allegations of sexual assault. So I know why he wasn't there, but it's like the fact that all these other guys were there that I literally have never seen in my life. Yeah, it was really, really random, and there was just like not much to unpack, especially because they were just trying to make a mountain, like they were trying to make substance out of nothing. Yeah, and I feel like Tasha, like as always, just like saved the day, queen, and just like made it seem like so much more had substance than it was because there was really nothing there. But she just like gave everyone so much respect, and I also feel like. Everyone in that room is in love with her. Like uh, the Chris way Harrison. That, yeah. Everyone. Everyone in that room, like all of those men, like are genuinely upset that they missed that missed out on her. And in so many ways, I feel like Tasha wasn't given a fair chance this season. One, because of the Claire debacle, where it's like she was robbed of like four weeks. Two, because this like simulation they're living mm-hmm. in, are they gonna do the hometowns in the resort? I, I think they're gonna bring the families to the resort, yeah. And then the fantasy suites in different corners of the resort, like it's just so weird. Like it's just, it's a simulation. And of course, honestly, when she was crying so much, I'm like, she's being dramatic, but it's like, she's in a prison of this hotel. Like, uh, of course emotions are heightened. I understand, but it's like in so many ways, this is such a fake season. And I feel like whoever she ends up with, which I have my theories who it is. Who um, do you think? I think it's Zach. Okay, because now here's our final four. Ben, Zach, Ivan, Brendan. Or Ben. No, I don't think it's Ben. Really? The thing is, it's like Tasha gives so much of, of her soul to like all these guys that I'm like, she's in love with Brendan. And I love Brendan, but something he's, I think he might be like a little too introverted for her. That's the only thing. I don't really see them like having amazing conversation. I feel like Tasha's like pull stuff out of him. But opposites attract. Yeah, but like when you're as effervescent as me and Tasha are, like you want someone on your level. Yeah. And I feel like Ben is like, can keep up. And I really feel like Zach is like, the, he, he was married before, right? Yeah. And I just feel like they're on the same level. But then I feel like Ivan 
I feel like they have a really deep connection. Ivan, it reminds me of like Rachel Lindsay or almost like when Jojo had like such a good friendship with Vinny, remember? I feel like Ivan and Tasha are like such good friends. I don't like oh, get sexual energy from them at all. That's an interesting call. And everyone loves Ivan. He's definitely bachelor material. And the fact that he made it this far is good for him in the future. Like maybe, you know, after Matt James' season, we'll get... Uh, an Ivan season but I don't see them like being in love I see them like literally being like brother and sister like best friends that's interesting I feel like I could argue why any of them might win or why they wouldn't like I I, yes. I don't feel like there's a clear someone who doesn't have any reasons why I can't see them together what don't you like about Zach like what don't you see I just don't like see it. I just feel like he's been a, a winner, like a front runner from he's the front beginning. He's a for sure. Maybe. I don't know. But, but I remember also, when they had those coins? That was him, right? Yeah. He's just like always been cute. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. I don't know. It'll be interesting. At least like we really don't know. It's not like Jordan and Jojo. Right. That's what I like. But yeah. uh, what, who does Jimmy Kimmel say? Ben? Yeah, I feel like maybe. Oh, maybe Ben or Zach. Not that like Jimmy Kimmel is like the end all be all. but No, but he usually has a good pulse right I just don't know how he knows that like yeah I like sometimes I remember I accidentally spoiled Ben Higgins season for myself and said the winner was Lauren Bushnell and I'm like who is Lauren Bushnell like I had never heard of her yet like I literally didn't even notice her yeah you only know Lauren Lane that's true <laughs> Stan Lauren Lane um so all in all wah 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 yeah yep and so we'll see you again tonight for The Bachelor and oh The Bachelor because it's Tuesday like usually we watch The Bachelor Ugh. You know? Oh my god, I forgot it's on again tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry. Us, I'm sorry to break us. that news to you. All right, you guys, that's all we got for you. Thank you so much for Even listening. Even the truckers for Tasha didn't pull. They didn't show tonight. up, and you know what? I respect that because yeah. they were like that. Mentel all was nothing of the sort. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Monday through Friday, ten on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Make sure to head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast so that you have always have content even when we're not here just talking a mile a minute. Um, check out the Redheads. Such fun times. Great group of gals. Claudia's book. Girlwithnojob.com slash book. Sorry, I just like really forgot what I was going to say, you know? It happens. And make sure to find us wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, CastBox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Morning Shows, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day. We will see you tomorrow for hump day. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.